1: The slaughter. Girls. We on that haunted three spooked girls. The three spooked girls. Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm here with my girlfriend Jessica. Hello! Hello. And we are at the last Monday of the month. So if you are new here, that means we are reading your guys' stories. And if you have any stories you would like read on the show, you can send those over to us at threespookedgirls at gmail.com. And if you are new and want to hang out with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at threespookedgirls. We also have our Facebook group, Three Spooked Girls Official, which is fun because we do book club. Any announcements, gift exchanges, all that good stuff, and because spooky season will eventually be here. (laughs) That's when we do our secret Satan, which is like our big gift exchange of the Uh year. So you definitely want to be over there. No, we don't include people from other platforms, unfortunately, just because it's a lot of work. We usually get a lot of people.
0: Like a hundred people.
1: Yeah. I think we had, like, 122 or something like that last year or something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Thank
0: God for our mods because Tara and I, like, I did it the first, like, few years we did it and it was mm-hmm. so time-consuming because we have spooksters from all around the world. So you're trying to, like, make sure that, like, if you're in the UK, you get, hu- you get like, matched up with someone from the UK so that you're not paying international shipping. And sometimes it's hard not to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. You know, so we we work really hard at it so
1: yeah yeah i never looked thought about that it's an international gift exchange because yeah we we've had spooksters in canada the uk and australia i think too we had a couple mm-hmm. so that's fun
0: yeah and that's <laughs> where we like we put it because it just it's just easier for us to have the application in one place
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then to be everywhere so
1: yes yes So, yeah, if you're in there... And I also want to
0: say, in case people are, like, wondering why, the first year we did put it everywhere, and we we did get a ton of spam people mm -hmm. who, like, came across it, and then,
1: like... And then people getting stuff and not sending stuff.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of a
1: quality control,
0: you know? Yes,
1: yeah. I was also gonna say, we usually start announcing it in, like, August, Mm September-ish, so... If you are in the Facebook group and you are very and you want to participate, I know everybody hates the at everyone notification from groups and stuff, but that's the best way to do it. Because we always have people every year that are like, dang it, I missed it. And we're like, we tagged everybody. But, you know, so. We'll get it. Yeah. Be sure to keep an eye on that was all I was saying in case. In case you want to participate. But with that note, if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls for as little as a dollar, you get one bonus episode a month, five and up, you get ad free episodes a day early. So five net patrons heard this episode yesterday, if you're listening on publish day, and we have video content and all kinds of fun other stuff that you can check out there. But I think that's really it. So I'm gonna go ahead and hand it over to Jess for our first story
0: okay our first story comes from autumn it says hi longtime listener first time telling a tale Woo! thank you my <laughs> name is autumn and they did indicate that we can use their name so at 13 my grandfather dad's father passed away a month and five days after my 13th birthday Ooh, that's hard yeah we were very close and i felt like it was my fault because he was having chest pains at my party Oh. oh, no, absolutely not. No, no. Just hmm, heart hug. I know. Then May 18th, he passed from a heart attack. And when they found him, he was calling my mom. He call every day to check on us. Well, skip forward to four months after of me blaming myself. My wonderful parents took me to where his ashes are. And they asked him to give me a sign that Aww. it wasn't my fault. We took pictures that day because it was such a beautiful day and never looked at them. So about a month after that, I'm still very depressed and missing him. My brother ate. My mom and I were sitting in the living room when I swear a sword my pop pops by my brother just a few days before he died, going off in my mom's room, tells my brother to stop swinging the sword around the house. The sword only made noise when, mm. when it was swung. Oh, I remember those. hmm Yeah. My brother pops up from in front of the couch going, I'm not. We turn to look at his room and my mom goes, my grandfather's name. If that's you, do it again. It starts doing again and then stops. My mom looks at me and says, go ask him. I go, pop pops, make the sword make noise twice for yes and once for no. I ask, do you remember my birthday? Sword goes off twice. I ask. Was that your first heart attack? The sword goes off again. I look at my mom and I'm fighting not to cry. And she goes, is it Autumn's fault you had one? No noise at all. She asked, are you still there? The sword goes off again. She goes, have you given her a sign before? Sword goes off. Then his smell fills the room with the smell when you flick a flint lighter and of his cologne. We go in my brother's room and the sword's laying in the middle of the floor and my mom picks it up, and there are no batteries in it. Well, about a month or two goes by, we're at my dad's mom's house and showing her pictures, and she screams, oh my God, there's a face in the rock, and we all look, and there was my sign. You can see his face in the rock we put his ashes over. We have tried for years to recreate the picture, never happened before or after the pictures, and it was only on my dad's phone, and was when we didn't have smartphones. Sorry it's so long, but it's my favorite memory to this day. When I get down about it, all of a sudden I smell his cologne. I've attached the picture. Just block out the important stuff, please. Love you,
1: gals. Thank you for your wonderful podcast. Keep it spooky, ladies. All right, so our next story comes from Jessica, and she writes, Hello, first of all, I love your podcast. I binged it in 2021 during a road trip, and I've been a fan ever since. Aw, thank you. I feel like I've been sensitive to paranormal situations where my mind is in a negative space or when I focus my thoughts too much on scary stuff. Even scary movies will set it off, so I have to follow up podcasts and scary movies with something funny. So I have a few weird experiences. In 2017, my youngest was born and my ex and I had just moved into a new place. So one day, when I was done unpacking everything, I sat and watched Haunted on Netflix all day. I haven't watched anything scary in a while at this point, so I was feeling brave. Well, it's safe to say that it was on my mind the rest of the day. Well, that very same night, I ended up regretting it. The house we'd moved into had a metal screen door at the front entrance that could only be open and closed with a key. So during the day, I would leave the keys attached since people were coming in and out to see the baby. When I was laying in bed already, I remembered I hadn't removed the keys from the door. And as soon as my brain had thought that, we heard a loud slam of the metal door that had my keys attached to it like a super loud slam loud enough to wake up my ex. We both jumped out of bed to check on the kids because we thought it was a person and I must have left the door unlocked and they could have taken my keys off the door. We ended up finding the door still had my keys attached and it was locked. So we were like, and then it's a little like scared. Big eye emoji. (laughs) My ex checked the camera footage and we did not see anything, not even the door opening and closing, but we clearly heard the loud ass sound of the door. I was scared out of my mind, but my ex didn't believe in that stuff. After that, our relationship went quickly downhill and we separated. Maybe the spirit maybe the spirit was telling him to leave him. <laughs> and then she put LOL. Well, I met my now husband in 2018. As we started to get to know each other more, he would tell me that he is haunted by something and I would cut him off midway through his stories because I did not want to see it myself when I was over at his place. I mean, I don't blame you. Well, fast forward to summer 2021. I was feeling brave and started to hear his stories. At the time, my stepkids were staying with us for the summer, so they were sleeping in our room and we were sleeping in the living room. He would tell me at night that he would see a figure of a little boy running back and forth all over the house and doing flips. He's just trying to impress him. He's just trying to make a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, look at me! It's like we've all
0: been in that moment
1: at a barbecue where the <laughs> exactly. like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he could never see the face, but it resembled my youngest son. And during these episodes, he could not move or talk. Well, uh, that very same night, I ended up seeing him too. And it was the very exact thing he had described. i had never, ever had a sleep paralysis episode until this day. I know for a fact it was not my son because my son was very afraid of the dark and would not go running around the house with everything turned off. You know, this is giving me like megan vibes and it's scary so that's what's like running through my brain with when she said flips
0: <laughs> i haven't watched
1: <gasps> it's great you need to it's not like actually scary but like that's what i'm thinking of please watch this it's on but you know me like it's on like peacock not, just watch it just watch I it i know
0: where it's at you know me though if it's not like an old slasher movie i'm like uh... just have some don't tell me to take an edible and watch a scary movie. No, I will die.
1: No, just 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 smoke so you can control it. Not an edible. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I feel like I'm so sorry to interrupt your story, dude. Okay, I feel like you guys have to let us know for the spooksters that like to get elevated. Would a gummy or an edible make that movie like funnier or terrifying? Because I feel like it could go either way.
0: I feel like if I was with you, yeah. it would go funny. But I feel like because <laughs> I live alone, I would then watch the movie, probably chuckle a few times. And then be like freaked out? But then it would like out. seep into my subconscious and every noise would be like, where the fuck is that thing? Like, that would be me and I don't want that to happen. Okay, bet. We'll and watch my neighbors it when you come. or <laughs> already think I'm weird. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, we'll watch it your next trip. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Once our stepkids went back home and we went back into our room, my husband told me that he had a different paralysis episode. This time it was a witch-like figure standing on my side of the bed just staring at me and he couldn't move. But suddenly, oh no, it appeared on his side of the bed and started pulling the blanket off him.
0: I have inappropriate comments.
1: No. <laughs> she, <ugh. laughs> I think it goes with it, but no, it's scaring me. Okay. <laughs> He said it had a creepy smile, creepy ass smile, and it was just getting closer to his face. He was able to move his pinky close enough to poke me to wake me up. As soon as I did, the figure was gone. Oh, my God. That, no. Mm -mm. Well, a few days later, I suddenly woke up in the middle of the night for no reason. As I was drifting off back to sleep, I started to feel like the blanket was being pulled off the foot of the bed. Oh, God, this bitch is back. When when I looked there, a black figure rising from under the bed, from where the blanket was being pulled, uh-uh. like coming out. No, no, this is scary. No. I don't like it. And then she put in all caps. I was so freaking scared. Yeah, no, I, I, my, um, mm-mm, no thanks. My husband ended up rolling over onto me when he t- and when he touched me, I was able to snap out of it, and it was gone. But oh my god, I slept with the lights on for a while after that. Well, after this, I staged my house. Good. (laughs) and every You guys are learning. (laughs) Just kidding. Save your life to save your life. (laughs) It's an oldie but goodie. For real. Every time I get a creepy feeling in our home, I yell that they're not welcome there. After this, my husband is only allowed to tell me stuff in the middle of the day outside of our home, and we must watch something funny after. LOL. Not sure if it works, but it sure does make me feel like I'm doing something. No, I think that's a great strategy with that especially after that oh no -mm.
0: just any bedding removal to me i just i don't like i don't like it i'm so glad we're recording this and like there's daylight out because if this was nighttime i'd be like well i'm not sleeping (laughs) right oh god i'd just be like don't fucking touch my bedding
1: (laughs) please don't pull the blanket off me
0: I'd also be because I have, like, my nice bedding on to be like, this is expensive. <laughs> Leave this Don't do life. that. <laughs> Don't touch this one. Use the cheap one. Oh, man. You're only allowed to attack me when I'm in the cheap bedding. <laughs> okay. I'm excited about our next story. I know. Because if you listen to April's, you will know that our listener slash mod Ashley sent in a story regarding her daughter, Riley. Mm-hmm. And a horse painting. Yes. <laughs> that was haunted. So we have we have a follow up to that story, but then we have like another story as well. Okay. So. Oh, I love this. <laughs> She's like, while I'm writing this, I'm listening to April's listeners encounters with Riley's horse painting story. <laughs> First off, Jess, Riley did get upset that the painting was gone. So we replaced it with one of those velvet posters you <gasps> can color and it was a unicorn. Ooh. I approve of that message. <laughs> Riley and I have a love of unicorns together mm-hmm. so it's great. <laughs> okay, the story like the story hits my feels because we went through the <laughs> the birth of Clark <laughs> like emotionally with Ashley I remember it was like okay, I'll will t- tell you my reaction later but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's like okay. So a little backstory, at the end of 2021, the day after Christmas, my water broke unexpectedly at 29 weeks. So I was helicoptered out from where I'm located to Kansas City. A week later, Riley's impatient little sister Clark was born. <laughs> from that point on, our family was traveling constantly back and forth every week for 10 weeks straight. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I was like when Ashley texted us mm-hmm. that her water had broke, I know. In the mod, I literally like <laughs> We were, like, sitting around after Christmas Eve dinner, because I'm on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. And everyone was like, what? I was like, Ashley's water broken. She's not. It's, not, it's too early. And mm. every, no one knew who she was. Like, <laughs> she's, and I was, like, explaining. They're like, oh, no. So everyone was very invested yes, in the story. Yes, for sure. Okay. During that time frame, Riley once again started to wake up constantly at night, at least two or three times. But this time it was a little different. She was not just crying, but it was like she was arguing or yelling at someone. Anytime I would ask her what was wrong, she would speak, but nothing made sense. A friend of my mom's is very in tune spiritually, and my mom told her what was going on. According to not just her, but her grandchildren as well, they all felt something had attached itself from the hospital to Riley and followed her home. That was a long drive because they had to drive. Like, a couple hours, I want to say. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel that it was anything bad, but Riley is freaking out because she doesn't understand what it is, and it is scaring her. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Because she's, I mean, I don't remember how old Riley is right now, but she was little.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: I did sage her room and the whole house, but it was still happening. My mom's friend did something to help Riley, but not entirely sure what it was. Mind you, these people live in a completely different state, but whatever it was worked. She's been able to sleep uninterrupted during the night, unless her sister wakes her up. <laughs> so thankfully, everything is calm, and it better fucking stay that way. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> like, both just like, yes, we don't need yes. that. No more. <laughs>
0: We're going to put that out there, that your house stays very calm.
1: All right. So our next story is going to be anonymous, the spookster that sent it in asked to be called A on the pod if we read their story. And in their story, they wrote, I'll just read their little thing for you guys. Please call me A on the pod if my story gets in and also know that I haven't given any names because I want to respect the victim and family's privacy. So this is a true crime story. So the headline of the email was how pregnancy hormones helped catch two killers. Oh, good. God. So A wrote, I absolutely love you guys. Aw, yay. Thank you. This makes me so happy when you guys say nice stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have helped me through nursing school with my hour-long drives and have saved my sanity on more than one occasion. Now I graduate in less than two weeks, and this email was dated, I think, back in April. Yay, graduation. Yes, congratulations. Yay, graduation. Now I graduate in less than two weeks and will be driving an hour to work every day so I won't be missing any upcoming episodes. I was listening to April's listeners' encounters and realized that I have a story. It's going to be long and it's not a spooky story, but it is a story about how my pregnancy hormones helped catch two killers and how I was adopted by a family in the process. Enjoy. Oh. Okay.
0: I'm very curious why adopted was in parentheses or in, like, quotations. We'll see.
1: Um Also, I feel like I need to preface this by saying a few things. First, I have severe ADHD and I'm currently waiting for my meds to kick in, so this very well may be all over the place, but just hang in there with me. Second, I need to tell you about my car. My husband bought it for me on my birthday right after we got married. It was my first ever baby and is only one of 927 ever made. To say that I absolutely love this car is an understatement. This will all be important later, I promise. Last, I need to tell you about myself and my husband. My husband is the most laid-back, chill man in the entire world. I, on the other hand, have ADHD, in attitude and hella anxieties, so thankfully, he's the one that centers me when I need it.
0: <laughs> um, there's, it's like, you know those things where there's like, oh, like two best friends, it always seems like there's a couple, like an couple, one has anxiety and one is like slightly less anxious and centers the other person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go all the way back to the land of 2017. In March of 2017, I was seven months pregnant with my first child, and my husband and I wanted to pick up a few extra things for our son's nursery. Now, we live in a very small town. Our little town is known for having many, many farms and nurseries, and tons of our nights as teenagers were spent on these farms sitting around a bonfire and drinking the piss water alcohol that we were able to score from the gas stations that didn't check IDs. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Do you resignate with that sentence? <laughs> I, I very much. That's that. That was my my heathen times, my hoodlum times. All right. (laughs) This is the kind of place you have to drive at least an hour to get anywhere (laughs) that has good shopping. So in order to get final things, we need to bring our baby home. We took off to the closest shopping town. The day was going great and the drive to the town was nice. It was such a beautiful day that we had the windows down in my car and my husband had just detailed it. So we were feeling ourselves as you should. We had finished getting the last few things we needed to bring our baby home in a couple months, and the feeling of relief and excitement finally began consuming us. After a long day of shopping, my husband wanted to go grab some ice cream. He actually caught my pregnancy cravings. It's a real thing. We learned about it in nursing school, lol. And one of his biggest cravings was milkshakes. Homeboy could drink a milkshake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and my pregnant self was not complaining. We started making our way to our favorite ice cream place when we stopped at a stop sign, waiting to turn onto the four-lane. Just in case you were wondering, we were in front of an Ashley's Furniture Store and I still get mad to this day every time I have to look at that place. In the middle of our conversation, we were suddenly launched forward with no warning. I looked at my husband with wide eyes and asked what happened because it didn't register in my head that someone had hit us. After the initial shock wore off, I jerked my seatbelt off and I jumped out of the car as fast as my swollen belly would let me. I ran to the back of the car to meet the suspect. Well, it ended up being two suspects. Both of them were men, and they were at least a foot taller than me and had about 80 to 100 pounds on me. This should have been the very first sign for me to get my ass back in the car, but was I thinking rationally? Absolutely not. I looked at the damage of my back bumper and started absolutely freaking out. This was my baby before we had babies. I turned into a full-blown pregnant Karen, and I am not ashamed. The men kept saying that they didn't see any damage, and they asked my husband to pull out into the four lane and go to the next entrance and come back into the parking lot. Did these motherfuckers really think I was that stupid? Guess so. My husband told me to get back into the car, and I told him that there was no way in the shitstorm of the center of hell that I was going to get back in that car until I got their license plate. So I waddled myself back to the back of their vehicle and put their tag number in my memory. Then I directed traffic to back up so we could all reverse and just pull straight into the parking lot. Boss ass. Boss ass.
0: I know. I was like, damn, she got busy
1: real fast. Yes, love this. Right up in there. By the time my husband got turned around, the other vehicle was gone. I knew they were trying to get us out of the parking lot so they could run, and this is why I made sure to get the plate number. I immediately called the police and told them the plate number, and they sent an officer to the hospital where I was getting the baby checked on. The officer took my statement and left within 20 minutes or so, and said half-heartedly that they would probably never catch them because the registration came back to a different colored vehicle of the same make and model. Sketch. Uh... I thought it was all over with at this point and that they would never catch the guys or get them for leaving the scene of the accident. Well, turns out that leaving the scene was the least of their worries. They sent a police officer to the house that was registered to the vehicle and the door was slightly open. From what I've gathered, he'd called for backup and they entered the house to do a wellness check and found a severely decomposed woman on the floor of her kitchen. (gasps) It was a robbery gone wrong and these guys were the ones that had hurt her. They ended up stealing her car and spray-painted it a different color, which is why the color didn't match the registration. A different cop ended up coming back to the hospital and posted up outside of my door while the whole county started looking for these guys. I gave a detailed description the time, <laughs> the time that True Crime Podcast really helped me. Both of the guys and they actually ended up getting caught later that day in a different county, but they matched my description to a T. The trial was long and torturous, and that just ended a few months ago. The lady that they had murdered was the driver's aunt and they knew she had a stash of money that was left to her by her son that was also murdered. Damn. They just didn't know that she would be coming back home at the time that she did. The victim's kids hugged me every day at the trial and thanked me for calling the cops. When I had my son a few months later, they all sent over gifts to the hospital and messaged me weekly to ask how I was doing. One of the daughters and I have bonded over true crime, believe it or not. We still keep in touch, and they were a part of my second child's birth and still come to both of my children's birthday parties to this day. Oh, so, like, adopted, like, chosen family. That's what she meant at the beginning. I love
0: it now. I know. I love it.
1: The nephew was found guilty of first-degree murder, among with a plethora of other crimes, and was sentenced to life without parole. The accomplice was sentenced to second-degree murder and is to serve 25 years for that and his other charges. From what I have heard, neither of them is doing good in prison, and all I can say to that is that you get what you deserve, motherfuckers. (laughs) Like, 100%. The life that they took was a bright light that we all needed in this world, and it hurts my heart that I didn't get to meet her, especially now that I know the children she raised. Rest in peace, you sweet soul. I wish the world had more angels like you. Aw. Damn.
0: That's so sweet. That
1: is. And I think that was, like, a very powerful story to share because I feel like a lot of time in this space, those that are involved, like, how A was, don't get that chance to speak, so. Thank you true. for sending that in to us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Well, on that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and sign off for today. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have any stories, paranormal, true crime related, that type of thing, you can email them over to us if you'd like them read on the pod. Our email for that, again, is threespookedgirls at gmail.com. And with that, we will go ahead and see you on Thursday for the last shiny happy people episode right yeah oh my god so let us know what other shows you guys want us to watch because we're gonna have to get another one going here soon so let us know
0: <laughs> i know i'm enjoying this recap of what's i on, know
1: what's on the I'm- streaming services <sighs> yes so yeah definitely let us know but anyways with that we're gonna go ahead and sign off bye guys
0: bye